Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now on Kumite Radio is Hadolfo Marquez, former Rebel FC and XFC featherweight champion. What's going on, Hadolfo? Hello, how are you guys? Let's go back to 2008, your first day at Nova and Now in Rio de Janeiro. How was the environment of the gym? Were you nervous entering such a famous gym? Nah, no really. I was like always, I came from like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu over there with my master Rafael Carino. He's uh, one of like my master students. I started studying with him in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and before I transitioned to MMA, I met all MMA fighters like Victor Shaolin, Tarz Leite, Back in the days, Jose Aldo, Leo Santos, all the guys, they like, was like normal fighters, no one was see, no dream, no pride, only have a, like, we have a, probably three or four fighters in good shows. And it was normal because I started really slow training, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, when you transition to MMA. You were able to train with some of the best Brazilian fighters ever. Who did you learn the most from throughout the years? Oh, in, my, in my gym, like everyone try help each other because, like back in the day, even now, now the gym is pretty bigger, a lot of fighters, but you always have a small group. In that time, when shoot box in Brazil and PTC was the most big team in Brazil, but headweight like Arona, Vanderlei Silva, Minotauro, Minotauro, all that guys was headweight. And they like lightweight, our team was the best because no lightweight in Brazil. When it's time fight, like the 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 fight division was seventy kilos, where still or seventy three in pride and. Like, I never dreamed of being in SP, I never dreamed of being in private because it's like I'm 566 and back in the day I was like bent away and it was really hard. And that time when Jose Aldo started like focusing, putting more weight to maybe have a chance right away. But everything changed when pride like inch, when wax started on WC and everyone started like yeah you why did you decide to move to Melbourne Australia and start a new life over there
like my old friends in fighting trend, they have a choice to fight in Japan, but solo Brazil, solo Brazil, solo Japan. And uh, I don't know if that was lucky, but I have a like to fight in the dream. And everyone felt lucky because everyone starts really low. Have a privilege to fight on Soro. Soro there is really bigger, but like compare dream and Soro. Soro is small shows in Japan. And 2011, I did two fights for the tournament. I fought against the Russian. His name is Yusuf Sadlaev. Now he's fighting for one of And Vivian Fernandez. Vivian Fernandez lost for him, and then there was a finish for me for the tournament. And two weeks or two months later, the show, like, had the same. Finished the show. And some people, some fighters, did to ONSP, and I'm stuck in Brazil, thinking, yeah, and now, and now, what am I gonna do? And when my friend, he always, like, was living here in Melbourne, Australia, Invite me like came and stand like six president of GMA and I just like asked my mom, can I still make what you there? He said, Yeah, for sure. If you train, if you like focus and for sure you can have a fight today, you wanna be good. And just to Melbourne, I moved to Melbourne, Australia. Now I'm here about like six years living, working and fighting. Coming from Brazil and fighting all over the world, how do you rank the the talent of the fighters in Australia? I think Australia have a really good like talent, special specialty and striking. They have a really good striking here. Brazilian teachers think they have a really good Brazilian school because they have a lot of Brazilian teachers here. Wrestling here in Australia is a little bit like. Few teams they have a wrestling, but wrestling for wrestling, no wrestling like focus for MMA. But I think here for me now, I think to have a the best trend, I think trend with West fighters, developer fighters, HTP fighters. This one thing always here in the gym they have, like have a small group. In Brazil, is the for some reason ten people or ten fighters meet. The session, you should have a really good training. Here, if one or three miss the class or the session, you don't have a pretty good training. But for me, I think it's still really good training in Australia to fight like everything. You were supposed to fight Andrew Fisher at ACB 88 last June in Brisbane, but you pulled out. What happened with that fight? Yeah, they first like called me out to like fight Mike. Mike Tobin, hmm. Michael Tobin, because his opponent pulled out too. And I say yes. And the matchmaker said, oh, I think I have an international fight for you. I said, I'm a queen because I was in holiday like at Brazil, spent like four weeks there training. I said, I'm ready to fight, no problem. What happened here was in a strike team in Queensland. I think Joe went back, he's not dead. And during the sparring, I think it was like sparring the last week, but he got a, a knocked out. And when he started cut weight, the doctor said that uh, like he take a time off because he started to get a headache. 
something like that. And for that situation, they prefer like constant fight. But, you know. Now you got to fight a big fight for the featherweight title at DFC 7 versus Joshua Kulabal. What do you know about him? Yeah, in, in two fights he did here in Melbourne, I was in the show, I was like his help friend. He was against Rafael and uh, Jordan Cameron. And in the past, I trained both. They are really good. Yeah, I think he did, he did pretty well. He's a really good uh, fighter. He's mixed. Everything really good. He can do striking, he can do wrestling, he can do wrestling. I'm excited for that and I'm excited. When I fight like good fighters, make me like excited. I don't have a nothing head here on me like, oh, I have to win that fight because the guy knows the good. He's a lot to win. Huh? It, it, you, never, you, never, you never can think about that, like, about what? Always need to think about winning. But when you know you want to fight someone really good, you, you know like anything can happen in the fight. And I think it would be a great fight. What type of advantages do you think you have over Joshua? Yeah, I, I, I watch a little like some, some fights. I think he, he, he moves like, move very well. We have a good sense. He's strong than me. But I'm not saying much. I will do my game, and my game is start to put the fight down. Mm. And it's the pressure. The pressure. Everyone trying to be uh, I just can be rough for Jordan. a lot of the guys here. For me, I was always this. Put the fight down. I, I like I think sometimes a little bit like Khabib. I like to put the fight down, try to make someone tired, and then everything comes. Sudden mission comes, uh, ground and pound, everything. But I I for sure I think I'm stronger than him in the ground. I don't know about your opponent, he has not fought for almost a year now. In your opinion, does ring rust affect fighters? Yeah, for sure. You, I think about two or three years ago, I had a for ring in a row. And this was really good because it's not just about uh, conditioning to fight. It's about like weight cut, you know. You don't want to weight cut and always it's time like change to finish to get better. And that's one really good thing. Sometimes fighters, they train a lot. They do a lot of sparring, but fight, fight. You know, you have a adrenaline. You have a, like, you think about a lot of things. And when you know fight, I think it's long time, long time. I, my last fight was in May, in May, you know, for the Rebel, and like, I'm gonna fight now for like, almost six months, and I always try to think about six months is, is a lot. I don't know what, what he did in that one year, he just trained, trying to get better to come back, or he just got time off, but I don't care if he was having the day. You have accomplished a lot in your career. What else do you have left to prove? Is the UFC still in your mind? Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things changed when, when uh, I got my family, my two kids, my son. 
in my daughter. Back in Brazil, was a little bit easier in the way to train because I was like full time fire. Now I'm here half time coach, half time fighter, half time like there. And that's the, the, the thing. I don't think too much about that speed. What I think is fight, win, and like give, give a good show, like show the things, show, show everyone you can fight. I don't think too much about that speed. I don't think I'm old for that, but you never know. And I, I'm happy in fight for for it to be for rebel in China. They like have good money there, good fighters. Sometimes people just think much about like speed. Mm-hmm. But you need to think about anyone else to finish for you. What are you gonna do? Huh? And that I, I never been on speed. I didn't dream. Dream for me was like the best time on my career. And now I just think about New shows are always coming, and I want to be part of that new show. But it's one day for some reason they like look up. So now I have a few in my career with the good. Why not? But anyway, I'm just people who wanna move forward. All right, November 10th main event, vacant featherweight titles on the line: Rodolfo Marquez versus Joshua Kulabau. Thank you for your time, Rodolfo, and uh, we'll speak again soon. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for your time to me, and thanks for the